Peter Priest's podcast, the podcast where a gay veteran and his emotional support Canadian scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at NotSoPeterPriestid. And you can email us at NotSoPeterPriestid at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy! I didn't get the hiccup. It's fine. That's good. <laughs> Drunky Halloween. Okay. Do you want me to tell you about the dream I had? Yes, please. <laughs> so, there was no, like, it didn't make sense. I was just, it was dreaming. You know how dreams are. I knew I was on trial for witchcraft. Okay. But the trial was taking place inside of a Mormon chapel. <laughs> like, oh, I don't wall. see that being too far off of, oh, carpet walls and everything, and that smell, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the smell, the cleaners, just, just all the things, yeah. So, um... <laughs> I don't know how I knew, but like I was sitting there and there was nobody on my side and there was like oh. all these people <laughs> sitting like, on the other side. Oh. And there was like a Basically really you're getting burned. Basically, yeah. And there was like this really grumpy man glaring at me. And then this boy who's now a man, but this boy that I dated in high school, like stood up and he was like, no, I've seen her naked. She doesn't have a witch's mark. And I was so angry because he started a rumor in high school that we had sex and we did not have sex. I never had sex with him. And I was so angry in my dream that I was like, (laughs) you can't know that, but he's trying to get me off for being a witch. So I have to go. It was so bad. (laughs) Yeah. He's totally seen me naked. Yeah. uh Yeah. But like in my brain, I was like, now I'm going to be like, still in trouble for having premarital sex it was so weird Damn. it was such a weird dream and then i woke up and i was very confused so Maybe you have religious trauma without telling you you have religious trauma right <laughs> seriously <laughs> like, that's intense what's happening <laughs> first i'm a witch now i'm a sinner i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> the premarital sex is probably worse than the witchcraft, though, I would assume, with the Mormons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what? You did what? <laughs> you oh, my God. You know, so, I know we just, we talked, like, a while back about the Strength of Youth pamphlet. I was thinking mm-hmm. about it, the, um... It, it's just been something that's bugging me. I know this is just, it kind of goes along with what you're talking about, like, the... It's a sin, but then it's not a sin. Like, <laughs> sexuality. Like, suddenly yeah. it's a sin. Like, you know, just like 10 years ago. Oh, that's black and white. That's a sin. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, it's not a sin. <laughs> well, it's because they had to change it because we know, like, they used to say it was a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And now we know that people are just born the way they're born. And so they can't claim, like, oh, it's a sin to have gay thoughts. They have to be like... It's your trial in life that you signed up for. I'm like, okay, but like, is so does that mean God's gonna suddenly be like, oh, murder's not a sin? 
You know, like, I just, like, I don't understand. <laughs> only if you're killing in the name of, yeah. Oh, only if you're um, Nephi, right? When you're killing. Yeah, them. yeah, as long as you hear whispers in your head, as long as yeah. voices tell you to do The voices it. told me to kill him, so it's okay, right? Like, oh, God told God. me to do it, so, yeah. Uh, it just yeah. doesn't make sense. I just, I'm it, still though. just wondering how they can... The mental gymnastics that they do. And the longer you're away from it, the more, like, insane it becomes. That you're like, what? Like, do you not see? And the fact that they buy into it. I'm like, it's so, like, obvious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you you fucking stupid? (laughs) But when you have three hours of church. Oh, they don't have three hours of church on Sunday anymore, though, do they? Two hours. But when you have hours of church on Sunday, you have young men's young women's on tuesday you have relief society or whatever on wednesday you have family home in the evening you have yeah. home teacher like like a bishop or something you yeah. have to be there other days of the week to do interviews and bullshit and, yeah like and then you have to clean the church and you have to go to the temple and like there's you're so busy you don't have time to actually sit and think about these things like you just have to continually go 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 right so <sighs> Anyways, thanks for bringing that one back up. I was like, <laughs> you're welcome. I wanted to, <laughs> you know, you brought up a, you know, a post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, PTSD dream. So I was like, well, let's talk more. Let's just bring it more into let's it. Just, like, let's just continue it. <laughs> and that's our time. We'll schedule for next week. Thank you for coming yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great session. Great talk. All right. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Nasa Peter Priesthood. <laughs> Hi, friends. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about Halloween and <laughs> the spooky season and all the things, but also, like, pertain it to, uh, connect it with, like, what the church, what their views are and what we grew up with as far as what the church thought of the Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I'm... It was it was a lot when we were kids, that's for sure. That's for sure. So I can remember going to this like Halloween party for the church for my ward. Yeah. And it was at somebody's house. Oh. It's weird. And okay. then, like but they had like a um and I still to this day freak out about it because like they had a, a haunted house under like in their basement area. And oh. Like, you had to go down these long stairs to get to it, and then the, this guy, he I knew him, like, he was in my ward, he comes out all dressed up, all scary, and he's like, Rrr! and then, um, and I freaked out, I would not go there, and I was like, yeah. mm, nope, not, not today, Satan, and he was <laughs> like, my mom was like, oh, it's fine, you'll be fine, you know him, it's fine, and I was like, um, no, he's scary, and uh, I wouldn't go through it. And he was like, oh, come on, come on. And I was like, he, like, softened, like, he was all being all nice all of a sudden. I was like, no, no. <laughs> and I didn't go through it. <laughs> I have gone through one haunted house in my entire life. And that same boy that I was telling you about, the boy I dated in high school, was, his brothers did it. And they were, like, extreme. And I was really scared. And they knew I was really scared. And I was, like, easily scared. I still am. Like, my kids can, like, say boo oh, when I jump. Yeah. So... 
I remember going through it and they were like, don't scare Dusty, she'll pee her pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I like got all the way through and I was like, okay, this is good. We're good. We're good. And I was leaving the house down the driveway and one of the brothers came out and just like grabbed me around the middle and started running with me, just screaming bloody murder. And I was like, not okay. <laughs> so that was yeah, my first no. and last haunted house experience. <laughs> really? See, I like them now. And I'm, uh-uh. but I'm like, <laughs> I'm the one that's like, I get scared easily. Like I jump really easily yeah. and I get like, but I love it. And then oh. but I, <laughs> cause I always laugh afterwards and then, ha, 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 you got me. Or, um, the, and I also feel really dumb afterwards. So I'm like, oh geez. It's, I think it's because I punch. Like if my husband jumps uh, out and scares me, I hit and he, I've blocked him a fight. few times. Yeah. So yeah. my, like, instant reaction is to fight. So I think that's why I'm, like, scared that I'm, like, actually going to hurt somebody. Oh, see, <laughs> I'm a fight response, fun. for sure. I'm, like, a, <laughs> like, run and then laugh about it. <laughs> so I'm, like, where's a weapon? We're going right now. <laughs> All right. That's why this works. <laughs> Another reason. Balance each other out. Balance. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, um, oh, I remember doing a haunted forest. And that was uh-uh. probably the scariest one I've ever been through because it's like open, you know, and just because like with a haunted house, you're like, oh, it's just like and it's at just some point it's gonna end. Right? Yeah. yeah, you're just like it can't go on forever. But the forest is like, oh fuck, this could go on forever. And, and a haunted go, forest is like the perfect place anywhere. for a serial killer to be hanging out waiting. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't think about that, but now, oh, but I, now you <laughs> will. <laughs> I read a little too much true crime. It's fine. <laughs> but the um the one scariest part of that was this um they took you into this like little cabin like they built built a legit like little cabin thing uh-huh. and telling a story uh-huh. and then, then suddenly they shut the door and uh-huh. this guy with a chainsaw comes out of the closet and chases you out of it i was on a date at the time too and oh no girl i left her behind <laughs> <laughs> It's like, nope, bye. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm proud of, but I'm, you know, it happened. So. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. <laughs> well, I had to look up why we celebrate Halloween oh, just okay. for funsies mm-hmm. because I thought I knew what it was. Yeah. So it's actually has its roots in an ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. It's a Gaelic word. It's Samhain. Samhain. Thank you, because I was saying it wrong. And it's a pagan religious celebration to welcome the harvest at the end of summer when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. So all these people, like, I know there's a lot of, like, Christian people that are like, oh, Halloween's of the devil. And I'm like, it's actually not, though. Yeah. Like, well, and I think that comes too from like the Catholic um, and Christian, because you know how like Catholics and like the pagan, like the Roman Catholics, or whatever, came through like the and came yeah through the pagan religions. Well, yeah, it goes into that. So, what the Pope? Which Pope was it? Let me find him. Which Pope are you? My goodness, my notes are all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> Um, let's see. I can't remember what Pope it was now. 
It was a pope. Yes, it was a pope man <laughs> with the hat. Um, but yeah, so he caused or he created All Souls Day to be on November 1st. And so they called the evening before that All Hallows Eve because they were like preparing for like All Saints Day. So again, it's just what Christians are really good at doing. They take a pagan holiday and they change it. <laughs> okay. So Pope Gregory III created All Saints Day for November 1st. So the night before Halloween it was known as All Hallows Week. Hall- maybe I'm drunk. All Hallows Eve and later Halloween. So it's the same thing as Christmas. Christmas is on like close to the winter or the yeah the winter solstice because that's when the pagans were having their religious celebrations. So they just put oh Christ was born at Christmas time, right? Or yeah, yeah. It's the same thing they always do. They just take everything and they just make it their own. Yeah, they're already celebrating at that time of year. It's basically uh, colonization. So. It's, yeah, exactly. Christians are very good at that. <laughs> very good at it. So they would celebrate the harvest at the end of summer. They would light bonfires and wear costumes. And yeah, they did <laughs> carving jack-o'-lanterns was originally turnips. And they would put oh, like yeah. a light inside the turnip. Yeah. Yeah. That's super creepy. Um, yeah, they would wear costumes so that they wouldn't get like taken by ghosts because they would just blend in. Nobody's really sure where trick-or-treating came from. They think it was just, like, sharing bounty. Um, But, yeah, lighting bonfires and candles was, like, to ward off spirits. And did you know candy corn was originally called chicken feed? Oh. That actually fits better. And then they changed it to candy corn. But, like, it tastes like chicken feed, so... Sorry to everybody who loves candy corn. That's a very polar- polarizing comment that Dusty made. We, can, I mean, <laughs> we as a podcast, not nor <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer: <laughs> If you do, that I as a personal corn. choice think the candy corn. Is <laughs> no, I agree because I used to love it when I was a kid. I think it's just a, I don't know. I kids love it, yeah. And then you get older and you're like straight up sugar, but yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I had to look on LDS Living what the church says about oh, Christmas did, Halloween. I did too. Oh, well, look did at that. Nothing. Maybe they basically we... say nothing. Oh, see, well, I found okay, I found this article by Danielle B. Wagner. Because um, Halloween. Uh, oh yeah, this perfect works out perfectly. Halloween, that confusing mix of eeriness, morbidity, candy, trick-or-treating. Like morbidity. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> and family. We love any listeners who are named Danielle. No offense yes, to you. Yes, <laughs> yes. This Danielle, though, shut the fuck up. All right, but we're still going to read your stuff, so (laughs) don't shut the fuck up. (laughs) Always during this time of year, a strange thing happens among our readers. Suddenly, LDS Living becomes bombarded with comments obsessing over this holiday, but the views expressed in these comments are so contrary, it's confusing. Some readers request more Halloween content, while others fixate on the holiday's pagan origins, like you were talking about, Mm -hmm. saying Latter-day Saints should not celebrate such a day. Uh, this got me wondering what has the church officially said about Halloween. 
It turns out not much. In the church's handbook, it states that decorations for ward parties or holiday celebrations should be approved by the state president and cannot be used in chapel or on the exterior of the building. These restrictions only broadly, not specifically address Halloween and focus on how the holiday can be celebrated at a branch, ward, or stake level, not for individual members. I can oh, that. Uh, we did find the same article. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> did you ever have like Halloween stuff at your ward? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did too. Yeah, I was always in the cultural center, and I remember having like even a palm reader, like which is kind really of interesting. And she was one of the ward members, but she would do oh. like a palm reading type thing. Maybe because it was fake, and she was just yeah. pretending. We um, because of where I grew up, hi, I'm from Canada. We, we all know that. Um, we would get horrible blizzards in October especially at the end of October. And so there were, were years where like, it just wasn't safe to go trick or treating. And so we would all meet at the church and like families would pick different classrooms in the church building and you would go around and you would trick or treat like the classrooms, which I think is like uh, now a lot of wards do like trunk or treating too. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we were like the trendsetters just because it oh. was so goddamn cold. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it. The origins <laughs> of trunk or treating from come from Canada. Absolutely. <laughs> but I just remember that like starting to be a thing when I was pretty I was still pretty young. I think I was still in like elementary school when they started doing that. I can remember doing a haunted house in the church chapel. And not in the oh chapel, really? Not the chapel, the but the cultural hall. No, it was like you know, the classrooms and stuff. They had mm -hmm. like a whole hall. With, like the accordion walls that you could close and open. Yeah. Oh. I had a whole thing of that you could do, and that was when I was a little, like younger, so like a lot younger, so. Yeah. Early nineties. Okay. Yeah. That makes. I mean, I think they've changed things now that you can't do haunted houses in the. Yeah, I think so too. Buildings, or whatever, but. Because I'm pretty sure everything's like outside now where I grew up. I don't know. I honestly haven't asked. <laughs> so a lot of this actually goes along with like our satanic panic um, topic that we talked about. Uh, oh, yeah. Last week, as far as you guys are concerned. It's, it's, um... <laughs> time, time is a construct. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to live in like this weird, like warped vision of like, oh, when did you? Okay. So when would they have known that was like for us? But it was like, yeah, for you. last week for you. <laughs> that was uh, last week. <laughs> so three weeks ago. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <God. laughs> Get up to the now, listeners. <laughs> We're in the future. <laughs> Uh, I've lost all the listeners because your candy corn <laughs> thing and then that. I know. I'm sorry. Like, oh, okay, fuck these guys. All right. So, um, while church leaders have not addressed Halloween, Halloween in particular, they have addressed some satanic practices associated with this time of year. Which, again, they have nothing to do with, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. In 1989, Elder Boyd K. Packer warned young men and young women to avoid participating in dark spiritual practices, no matter the circumstances. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Uh, a warning. There is a dark side to spiritual things. In a moment of curiosity or reckless bravado, some teenagers have been tempted to toy with Satan worship. Don't you ever do that. Don't associate with those who do. You have no idea of the danger. Leave it alone. And there are foolish games and activities that are on that dark side. Leave them alone. So, I also wanted to note 
Hmm. This was not a talk about Halloween. Like, he's not talking about Halloween. He's no. telling youth in 1989 stuff that per- perpetuates satanic panic. He said AIDS had not been invented. Perversion, referring to homosexuality, was not talked about, much less endorsed as lifestyle. This was in the same conference where President Ezra Taft Benson gave his Beware Pride talk. Oh. So. Ew. It's even grosser now. Yep. I hate it. And then President James E. Faust uh, also gave a little, his little bit. Um, <laughs> it is not good practice to become intrigued by Satan and his mysteries. No good can come from getting close to evil. Like playing with fire, it is, easy, is too easy to get burned. The knowledge of sin tempteth to its commission. The only course is to keep well distance from him and any of his wicked activities or nefarious practices. Mischief of devil worship, sorcery, casting spells, witchcraft, voodooism, black magic, and all other forms of demonism should be avoided like the plague. So. Okay. So, and I don't know. Some of my notes, like, I'm like, did I write this or did I, was this part of the article? Is that um, little introduction about the, this being like the AIDS, you know, during that? That wasn't in the article I read, no. Yeah, that was mine little insight on that but um look at you cross-referencing my god (laughs) i know i'm turning over new leaf anyway but where does that leave us when it comes to trick-or-treating dressing over parties or ward trunk or treats the family proclamation i hate it so much successful marriages and families are established and maintained on principles of faith prayer repentance forgiveness respect love compassion work and wholesome recreational activities Activities include holiday traditions you share with your family. All right, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf, Daddy. <laughs> daddy? Sorry, Daddy? Sorry? <laughs> We're back to the TikTok sluts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, listeners didn't hear that conversation about that. Oh, right, yeah, that's an aside we don't need to get into. My For You page is just a mess right now. <laughs> Girl, you're just joining me on that. Cause, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. The algorithm, it's a beautiful place to be. <laughs> oh my god, you look up one book and holy. <laughs> All right. Daddy says, in family relationships, love is really spelled T-I-M-E. Okay, so I have this friend who's super cool, and she's like, <laughs> let's me be me. She's Mormon. She doesn't judge. She, like, makes funny comments whenever I say anything. I love her. But she always hashtags her pictures. Love is spelled time. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> Please no. stop. <laughs> Honey, no. Please don't. Please stop it. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So Danielle continues, while this advice is not specific to October 31st, it provides a good guideline for any situation. Are our Halloween celebrations helping us spend time and create memories with family and friends? I just want to get drunk and dress like a slut, okay? (laughs) Come on. It's the only time of the year I'm allowed to wear wings and it's not weird, okay? Just wear wings. All I want from life. 
and to be naked in public. Come on. This is Halloween is gay Christmas. That's what you like, think. Halloween is gay Christmas. <laughs> it is. We get to dress up, but like dress up by like show off as much skin as possible. <laughs> but like make it make it classy-ish by like, oh, it's a cute, it's a colorful jock, but I'm like, um, what is it? Like I'm a mouse. Like, Pikachu. Da. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> In girl world, it's just a way to dress like a slut. <laughs> yeah, and gay world too. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. So. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> the kids that come to your house this year, God bless them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in Rexburg, Idaho. They're gonna. Hey, kids, like, Mommy. <laughs> Mommy, I'm scared. <laughs> Ha <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> oh no, this is going to territory that I don't like. <laughs> we can't. No listeners, by the way, do not report me. I am not going to be naked in front of kids. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> the dad's on the other end. <laughs> yeah. Hi, <laughs> <Our> dads! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she's, this is even better. Do they bring the spirit along with fun? <laughs> I mean, I've never really thought of the spirit and fun in the same. No, he's anti-fun. Yeah, he's like the fun. He's the cock blocker of the <laughs> of the. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is a total cock block. Uh. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> No, I mean, unless you're one of those couples who prays before Ew. sex. Ew. Uh-uh. 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 Ew. Do people do that? Oh, well, I, uh, and I've heard of people's uh, showering in their garments because they don't want to take them off. So I guess that track. Probably the there's, there's some extremes out there. It's, it's gross. Oh, I feel sick. Okay, do they help us seek anything virtuous, lovely, or of good, important, or praiseworthy? Fuck off. <laughs> Are there ways we can bring more of the virtues of the holiday into our lives? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, can we just let the kids just get hopped up on sugar, please? Like, yeah. Or as they think that, like, these people are hiding weed in their candy. I'm like, uh, no, hon. They're not hiding <laughs> yeah. weed. I went and spent hundreds of dollars on edibles so I could fuck with your kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because that's the kind of person I am. Get out of here. Sure, Jan. <laughs> uh, let's see. While no church, no official church statement or council from church leaders address the topic of Halloween, many articles in church magazines do highlight this topic. After carefully looking over past church publications from the ensign to the friend, I found quite a few articles focusing on Halloween. Sorry, I get like a little PTSD when I think of en- the ensign and the friend because it just we sold them a desert yep. book. And, yep. My grandmother has sent me the ensign since I was 18 years old every month. It says a gift to you. And one time it didn't get delivered for some reason, like there was an issue, and Salt Lake called me to let me know that they were sending me another copy. And I was like, that's fine, it goes in the garbage, but thank you. I mean, they can afford it. (laughs) She's finally, she has to pay for it though, like she pays for a subscription, Uh, and I'm like, Grandma, like... I said to her, I was like, please don't spend your money on sending it to our family. Like, we don't read it. 
And she's like, well, I want to send the kids magazine to your kids. And I'm like, they don't understand. They can't color on the pages because it's like that weird glossy paper. Like they don't, they don't get it. So it's just silly to, to send it. Like I've given it to them. They've been like tossed it in the bin themselves. So she's finally now stopped. (laughs) Thank God. All right. So the, she says that like the friend in new era didn't, shared short stories but didn't have anything about like what the church's stance was um then sherry morrill in order to still celebrate halloween in a more gospel oriented way (laughs) and articles have provided latter-day saints with suggestions that arise from personal family experiences Sherry Morrill shares, when the fun and excitement of dressing up changes to how much candy can I get, or I'm too big for all this kid stuff, but I've got to do something tonight, what can parents parents do to change the focus of Halloween? (sighs) I kid you, I shit you fucking not, Dusty. These people have somehow figured out how to ruin Halloween. Oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Jesus. (laughs) And friendshipping. Uh, we we held a family council with our, with our five children. Of course, you have five children, <laughs> ranging in ages from seven years down to one month. Oh God! Uh, and I'm sure that the one month old was like, "I have an opinion." <laughs> I have an opinion. <laughs> we need to be very gospel oriented. Thank you. <laughs> and you need to dress me up as the baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Christmas is two months away, you know, you can just practice early. Uh, uh, So they offered an alternative, which has become our own tradition. The week preceding Halloween at our family home evening, we choose five families who are close to us or need friendshipping. On Halloween day, we all work together to prepare our treat. On Halloween night, each child delivers the treat to one of the families. Then we all go out together. So the one-month-old is delivering treats yeah yeah like here you go family yeah then we all go out together for ice cream or a movie so (laughs) side note my uh my family my parents and my little sister both just got spooked is that what they call it It you've been booed or whatever booed that's what it was they yeah there was it says boo they put boo on the tape on the door and then they um they had a plate of cookies and then they were well ditched whatever and then, yeah yeah so it's a thing yeah it is somebody so i lived with <clears throat> i lived with like six other girls in a house one time uh, that gives me ptsd but they were let's see i was the only one that was not active in the church but i got into the house because like Technically, I was Mormon or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like somebody from like the singles ward like booed our house or whatever. They're like, oh my goodness, let's go boo the boys' house. And I was like, oh my goodness, let's not. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, of course, they used it as an excuse to be annoying. Like, go be annoying at the boys' house. And the boys were like, please don't. <laughs> In 1996, a church member wrote into the ensign sharing a question she had that plagues many Latter-day Saint parents. <laughs> sure it does. Um, I am bothered plagues by them. 
I am you know what doesn't plague LDS parents? If their child is safe in meetings with older gentlemen. Ooh, just saying. Just saying. With the hot take. Oh, boom. <laughs> why isn't that plaguing you? Yeah, why parents? Isn't that plaguing you. Why is it? Anyways, I'll just drink my <laughs> juice. Cranberry juice. <laughs> Uh, I am bothered by certain activities associated with Halloween. How can parents make Halloween a fun time while avoiding practices and behaviors that may grieve the spirit? <laughs> First of all, who's writing that shit? But like, oh. <laughs> it's not from a real person. It was written for the enzyme. <laughs> Talks like that anyway. Grieve the spirit. Uh, the re response provided many helpful suggestions, but a disclaimer at the beginning of the article made it clear the answer was meant to provide guidance and not be official statements of church policy, of course. Because they're good at, like, oh, as we learned from the fourth strength of youth, they're good at, like, oh, let's just, oh, this isn't policy, but it's guidelines. Fuck you. Yeah, right. The gospel and the doctrine and the policies are different. No, they're not. Your politics are rooted from your doctrine, so... <laughs> uh, the rage. Uh, when my husband and I joined the church early in our marriage, we felt the need to improve our behavior, including the way we celebrated holidays. I feel like that's just one of those annoying things that was like set up at a testimony meeting where like I felt the spirit about Halloween and I just wanted to make it a point to make this better. And then and then we made Christmas and Easter more Christ centered. And now we're better than you are. Yeah. New Year's <laughs> Eve became more goal oriented and Halloween. Well, Halloween was a challenge. We began to wonder whether some Halloween practices were pleasing to the Lord, given that Latter-day Saints are to seek after that which is virtuous, lovely, or good report. You know what? You know what, Karen? <laughs> Not to dissuade any listeners named Karen, but. <laughs> Sister Johnson here. Not Johnson. Damn it. I can't say anything. Sister. Sister Merriweather. Um, <laughs> Sister Merriweather here. <laughs> Such a killjoy. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Dying. I find my Halloween practices very virtuous, lovely, and a good report and praiseworthy. <laughs> Can you slammer while you're <laughs> wearing this cute outfit that's like, oh, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Getting groped at a bar is a very virtuous. Praiseworthy experience. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sister Merriweather continues, as our children grew, we became increasingly aware of the role models we presented to them. We recognized that the portrayal of evil might be necessary in telling a story, but that, that experimenting with evil and its appearance, even for fun, could be harmful. I'm sorry, how is your child dressing up as Spider-Man experimenting with evil? Please explain that to me. He's a comic book character. He's not worshipping the devil. Like, God damn. Damn it. Ugh. And also, as we learned about from Nazi Lamali Mormon, Satan has a big dick. Let's watch him <laughs> at least one night. Come on. Satan <laughs> 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 uh, giant schlong. That was a good episode. <laughs> that was a good episode. It will live forever in my brain. And uh, I, rent free. Absolutely. <laughs> rent free. <laughs> 
Uh, we have found that it is not necessary to avoid Halloween festivals altogether with a little planning. Halloween can be a fun, fun family time. So, I just keep thinking, so my, my sister and brother-in-law and the kids all go to, like, trunk or treat and stuff. I'm like, yeah. And I have a feeling they're going invite, to invite me. And I'm like, no, I like fun on Halloween. So. <laughs> I like fun. <laughs> Sounds like torture. Uh, we have found that it is not necessary. Oh, just kidding. I just read that. Um, <laughs> but as we gauge our behavior with the light of scriptures and modern revelation, we can set a proper example for our children and others as we heed the Lord's admonition to chase darkness from among us. I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get how just letting kids run around dressed up as their favorite superhero or princess or zombie. Like, who cares? Just let them be kids. Like, I don't. It is not harming anything. Like, and I'm like the least Halloweeny person on the planet. Like, I, meh, meh. <laughs> I can take it or leave it. Like, I'm a. 37-year-old woman, if I want 87 miniature Snickers, I will go buy them. <laughs> right. right. You'll eat God it damn it. If you want to. <laughs> There's literally nobody policing this. <laughs> you were unsupervised, which is not necessarily a great not, thing, but not who a decided great that was a good idea? <laughs> and, and then let me leave hospitals with children, like, <laughs> seriously. Um, but, like, just let it's for kids it's literally for kids and it comes from a place of being grateful that we had a harvest like how in what universe is that evil okay so they put on costumes to avoid ghosts it's because they were living in the dark ages and they couldn't have science to explain natural phenomena they didn't know where the sun went at night they were just like what the fuck (laughs) the sun went down i don't know what happened to it like and it comes back oh weird and it's on the other side i don't know what's happening but the earth is flat like it's (laughs) not an evil thing and people putting this like label on it are ridiculous anyways there's my rant for the day i found this um like message board thing, Quora. I don't, I don't know if you've been on there. It's like, oh, I guess. But, oh, okay. Uh, and there was this question, this whole message board thing, uh, thread that said it was followed the question, "Do Latter Day Saints celebrate Halloween?" So, and I got some of these great responses. Okay, so this. Oh, I'm so really excited. I'm not gonna read, but um, but I took the notes of it because I was like, this seems really good, but he's psycho, so. <laughs> If you guys are really interested, I can, oh, yeah. Um, on that one, it said, must note that this guy's handle bio says he's a former service missionary at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so that's why he's insufferable. insufferable. And, of course, his name is Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so, it is a long-ass response. And I was like, oh, no. you have too much time on your goddamn hands because, oh, Jesus. Anyway, so. One response was, because despite their rather strange belief system in sci-fi Jesus, that's not what they said. That's what, That was my... my <laughs> um, sci-fi Jesus. <laughs> they are much less high-strung than uh, many of their traditional Christian counterparts. Mormons are okay with all kinds of things. I am 100% sure... Kinds of things. No... 
Mormons are okay with all kinds. Okay, you're not okay with homosexuality. You're not okay with. I can list a lot of things you're not okay with: coffee, alcohol, tea. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I am 100% certain that the Mormons I know would celebrate Ramadan with their Muslim friends and Rosh Hashanah with their Jewish friends. I know many of them go to the Krishna Temple in Spanish Fork, Utah for their annual festivals. Mormons are awesome sauce when it comes to stuff like that. Awesome sauce? That just sounds gross to me. That sounds like a... That sounds like something that might be on my TikTok algorithm lately. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then he says, just don't talk smack about their beliefs and they'll stay pretty cool. Uh, we find joy, this is another response, we find joy in our faith, so you'll often find us ready to celebrate anything. We just don't drink booze. I left out sodas for the parents in my neighborhood and candy for the kids. I don't think we're as uptight as people think. It doesn't really draw people to you and make it easy to spread the gospel if you're stick in the mud. So it's basically, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a cool, we're cool, cool. We're cool, super cool. <laughs> Unfortunately, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, myself included, seem to have what could be defined as a sweet tooth, you think? (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) This means that any holiday that has candy as a major component is embraced by members of the church. I mean, that's not wrong. No. Well, the amount of sugar and shit that I sold a desert book. Many wards will have a trunk or treat where candy is liberally dispersed to the kitties. Kitties. So basically, the candy is distributed to the children that they know. Certainly, when I was growing up, the youth and young single adults, so basically all the singles between 14 and 30, would have dances for the respective age groups at different locations. All right. So, and then another response because it's fun. Mormons are the most superstitious group. You don't see Mormon, many Mormons crying devil when they see the number 666 or someone wearing a demon mask. For the most part, Mormons realize that those symbols are just that, symbols. They hold no real power, so there's no reason to throw a fit. Oh, um, but they'll cross the street if they say a gay man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Basically, anything that Mormons know doesn't exist, like witches, vampires, mummies, and all of the ghoulish things we see during Halloween are trying to dress up as. What? What? So it's okay to dress up as like. Oh wait, wait. So it's not okay to dress up like as Joseph Smith. (laughs) 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 All that said, when you get into the real stuff, like the devil or Joseph Smith, I see fewer Mormons allowing their children to wear those costumes. They think the devil is real, and that emulating him, even in jest, could invite Satan's influence into their lives. Oh yeah, I don't want Joseph Smith's influence in my life. No, thank Um, you. I've done that. This obviously won't describe all Mormons, but in my experience, it's pretty accurate. I have a good one from Reddit. Oh, give me just was. I'm gonna oh, read sorry. this one little portion from Chad's little response. It says it's not pagan. Whoever thought this one up is a little confused because the pagan holidays that fall near or on October 31st are harvest festivals, and that literally has nothing to do with Halloween. He's totally mansplaining. As we celebrate it, save pumpkins, which are more of a general fall of the anyway, and jack-o'-lanterns serve the same purpose as all the All Halloween Eve mass to prepare for All Saints Day that is chasing off evil, not inviting it. And besides, if you're getting bent out of shape for that, stop celebrating Christmas and Easter because both of those fall right on the pagan holidays for the winter and spring equinoxes and have more, way more pagan traditions, the tree for one, than Halloween. Just clarifying for you. 
mansplaining, Chad. Thanks, Chad. That's just a taste of what. That's just like this P.S. Literally, that's crazy. Anyway, that's crazy. Yeah, one from Reddit. It says, okay, here's the thing. If I had to go through the Mormon temple and get naked and have a nasty old lady rub oil on my naked body without any warning or consent, <laughs> I sure as hell get to wear my temple clothes as a Halloween costume this year. <laughs> That's fucking right. That's fucking right. I love it. I was like, yes, queen. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of doing that, actually. I still have my temple clothes. Oh, dear. I got rid of mine years ago. I'm surprised my parents let me keep them because they actually sent them to me. <laughs> really? Yeah, probably thinking that I'm, it'll bring me back someday or something. You'll need these someday. No, I won't. <laughs> I got rid yeah, of mine. Costume. I got rid of mine like years, I think even before I had my boys. Oh, really? So way before I even resigned. I think it was just like a, yeah, this is not going to happen again kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Okay, so I found this woman, um, <laughs> and I remember texting you and being like, this woman, we need to do a whole fucking episode on her, because she is, like, I, her name's Jana Reese, R-I-E-S. Jana Reese. Yeah. Okay. And she writes for religionnews.com, but she's Mormon. And oh, great. She's, I think I have a. Yep. She was born in the Midwest. She earned a bachelor's from Wellesley, Wellesley College, a master's degree in theology from Princeton, and a PhD in American Religious Studies from Columbia University. So pretty good. You know. Yeah. She is a religion and American studies professor at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. Reese is a convert to the LDS Church, has spoken at, which I'm just like, you studied all this theology and you joined the Mormon Church? Uh, has spoken at BYU Women's Conference as well as professional conferences. She has written books, What Would Buffy Do? <laughs> An abridgment of the Book of Mormon and The Next Mormons, How Millennials Are Changing the LDS Church. She's she also... wrote an abridgment of the Book of Mormon? Mm, I feel like that's wrong with that. That's weird. Do the, uh, does the Rusty Nelson know you did that? <laughs> she has also moderated a debate in 2001 over whether the Harry Potter books were a tract for witchcraft. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, so that gives you a taste of who she is. All right. Great. And I remember going into, like, a little deep dive with her, like, because once I found this article, I was like, that's And I looked up those other books and stuff, and then um, I didn't look up the abridgment because I was like, I don't care. But um, there's the whole What Would Buffy Do, which is like a Mormon Buffy thing. <laughs> and um, and then, like, all this stuff was just... Anyway, well, you'll see. So, it's long... She says... This is from 2021. It's long been a policy of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that masks could not be worn at ward and activities. Did you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can remember that as a kid. Like, yeah, we weren't allowed to wear masks ever for anything. Yeah. Yeah. But now you can, apparently. Well, probably because of COVID. Oh, yeah, that did come up a lot when my research was that um, because of COVID, they loosened the whatever. Yeah. Uh, for many years, masks were on the naughty list in the handbook section 20.6.25, right up there with debutante balls, oh, the horror, <laughs> exercise programs that seemed to give a pass to immodest dress or two twerky song lyrics. 
sorry. You cannot go swimming because your swimsuit shows off your thighs. And you cannot dance to walk. Ha! <laughs> 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 that is the devil's song. <laughs> Only the devil likes wet-ass pussies. <laughs> I can't believe I said what... <laughs> yep, I just I said that. Only... said that. <laughs> Just we have an explicit rating. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that was a funny word that came out of your mouth. <laughs> I know. It felt awkward saying, but you know, whatever. Uh, I don't even like that word, really. But It's a weird word. It's like the word panties. I don't like the word panties. Ew, yeah, no. So as a woman, They're just under- like, <laughs> as a woman do you like the word? Like, <laughs> your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I feel like it's just, I don't know. Like, I've taught my boys to say penis. So I'm very much like, can we call things what they're supposed to be called? Like, their correct names? I, I don't know. Hair, like, a song, Charlie V's not going to be like, wet ass vagina. My wet ass vagina. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't have quite the same ring as uh, like a wop. <laughs> she changes her song to WAV. WAV. This went into territory I did not expect. No. <laughs> you know, it's always a surprise. Really? We're all surprised. Even I'm surprised. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) amazing straight straight from the handbook (laughs) let's get back to (laughs) I don't know how we bounce back from that (laughs) Ah, just move on (laughs) have a a good night everybody that's it we're done in the name of our lord and savior lady gaga lady gaga Mother monster herself. Oh God! How oh. <laughs> who who allowed me to have a podcast? Apple. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> it's just like the same person that decided I could be an adult, like we were talking about. <laughs> but I'm allowed to like be under supervised. Yeah. 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 The world is crazy. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So. <laughs> Now I have the decision, like, do I keep that in here? Anyway, but um, <laughs> it's like podcast gold, but also at the same time, do I want that to live in the internet forever? Like my book review? <laughs> oh my God. We need to do another book review. I we demand do. it. <laughs> well, I did find my missionary Journal, so <laughs> I found my patriarchal blessing too. Oh shit, we're gonna go down a memory lane. So much content. So much content. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so this is straight from the handbook about uh, church units may not sponsor the following activities. This um, I'm already like, if I, yep, I've already thought it. I'm gonna, mm, yep. Uh, this is making my, my, if I had one, 
pussy dry. Like <laughs> 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 just reading this. <laughs> now that she's dead. I'm a desert. Mommy desert. Yep. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Crying. <laughs> Leaders, parents, and others who plan or participate in church activities should be aware of these restrictions. Shut the fuck up. All right. <sighs> activities that have a high risk of injury or illness or that require unusual expense or travel. Okay. Okay. Exercise programs that have music, lyrics, dress, or other elements that are not in harmony with the church standards. Okay, so I have a thing with this. So I know this is not an exercise program, but I used to dance, like go country dancing at BYU Idaho, like literally every week. And uh, they would they would play these songs about uh, to keep. No, they would play songs about cheating, like every country song is cheating, tequila, yeah. getting your dog back. Losing your truck. (laughs) So, I, no, okay, so I requested a song that said, like, one more, it was Terry Clark's uh, One More Tequila or something, that's what it's called. It was a really good, like, country cha-cha song, which sounds, I hate that I'm even saying this. But anyway, and they wouldn't play it because it said tequila in it. And I was like, oh, but you'll play the songs about the cheating and shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll make you feel better. I was a barn booster at the Great Canadian Barn Dance, so... Oh. We have that in common. Yay. We like that. I love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was kind of fun at the time, but. Totally. I loved it. Getting into the barn dance for free was awesome. Yeah. Oh, girl, they they charged us for the, um, these country dancing stuff. Like, it was a dollar. It was like $2 or something like that to get in. Stupid, but like. Oh. Yeah, I signed up to be a barn booster and I got a free shirt and I had to teach people how to, like, line dance. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> throwback. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Thursday. She just did a throwback Thursday. <laughs> uh, activities that involve wearing masks except in dramatic productions. Uh, <laughs> debutante balls, coming out parties. How homophobic is that? Or activities that include selecting kings and queens. Also homophobic. <laughs> you can't select a king and queen. Guess not. Why? That's I've never heard that before. That's so random. That is weird. I didn't I didn't even notice that. Okay. Anyway. And coming out parties like that means like that's the same as a debutante ball, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're out on society now, or because it's you know the basically 18th. Uh, now I, you can date me now. I'm now it's okay to look at me sexually. It's fine because I've come out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other activities that are not in harmony with the gu- guidelines in this chapter? However, one of my readers, this is back to Jana Reese. One of my readers has noticed that the church's anti-mask policy is now gone. Dan Miller, a freelance writer who founded the credit card reward site Points with a Crew, I really don't know why she had to put that in there, pointed out the policy seems to have vanished when the handbook was updated in July. This was in 2021. He's right. Here's what this handbook said as of September 27th. Section 20.6.5 is no more, but section 20.5.11 is a slightly abbreviated version. Sorry, listeners, this is a little boring. Um, church units may not 
response or activities that are not in harmony with guidelines of this chapter. Are you okay? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> My pen exploded on me, sorry. <laughs> I was like oh. very carefully trying to clean it up. <laughs> hey, I spilled whiskey earlier, so I feel like I'm more... You're doing great. We yeah. are absolutely doing, professionals. Killing it. Killing it. Uh, so these include activities that have a high risk of injury or illness, activities that require unusual expense or travel. You said this already. This is the uh, bridge oh, version. This is the abridged version. Ex- oh, okay. Exercise programs that have music, lyrics, or other elements that are not in harmony with church standards. If a bishop has a question about whether an activity is appropriate, he asks the stake president. Stake presidents may address questions to the area presidency. So and then up the pyramid it goes. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so she says that ban is gone like a Halloween ghost. Poof. Like a Halloween ghost. She did point out that like the masks are gone. Like in the like suddenly you can wear masks. Yeah, probably because I would say it's probably from COVID. Yeah, so referring to that. Come for the moment. The word mask does not appear anywhere in the handbook because of today, but the church has been rolling out changes to the handbook incrementally incrementally. I don't know why I said it that way. And I wonder if this particular loophole will last. If I had to speculate, I would imagine the church removed the ban on how hard masks in this pandemic times because some members were using the policy as an excuse not to wear face masks to protect their family mem- fellow members from COVID-19. Of course. They were like, oh, because it specifically says at Halloween time we can't wear masks. So that means we can't wear masks ever. Oh, my yeah. God. <sighs> I can't. Yeah. Throughout the pandemic, a segment of the Latter-day Saint population has refused to wear masks in the name of freedom, even as President Russell M. Nelson, Elder Del Renland, whoever that, who the fuck out is, I don't even know, and other leaders have made a point of wearing masks and actively encouraged members to do the same. So there's been a lot of tension with masks as a focal point. And continuing on with my speculations, I would guess as soon as the pandemic is over, is this right? And the church is no longer actively encouraging. We just kind of suddenly just pre- act like it's just, oh, it's over. Kind of ignored it. Yeah, it's like it's, we, our numbers are still really high here. Like, but we're just living with it, I guess. I don't know. It's. Yeah. Like, we still get updates every week of, like, how many people are in ICU, how many people have died, how many, like, but we're just, like, they've removed all the, like, the plexiglass and stuff in front of everything. That's all gone at the grocery stores and the library. It's just back to normal. It's all gone. It's weird. It's like it never happened. I mean, my fever dreams say that it did, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see and continuing on with my speculations uh, I guess as soon as okay I heard that this particular prohibition will quietly reappear in the handbook and Halloween trunk or treats will need to be maskless once again but until then people go for bring on these those Chewbacca costumes kitty cat whiskers let's keep it non-scary though shut up Jan even Jana what her name even just browsing through the masked costume options of spirit. Halloween frightened the bejesus out of me. Chucky and Pennywise, really? Kids? You know what? We don't need your negativity, lady. Nobody asked you. 
Although she does bring up some points. That's the thing with her that I found was kind of interesting is because she kind of rides this line of like, yeah, I'm going to point out these like problems, but I'm also going to be like very like pro Mormon. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Definitely weird. I don't know. I think masks, a lot of times masks aren't like allowed in schools because you need to easily identify children in school settings. But I always felt like the church took it a little too extreme. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. Those are all my. Well, she says, let's see. There's one. The only potential problem I see is that Halloween masks could interfere with what is for the Mormons the obvious point of the holiday: uh, the rapid and excessive consumption of sugar. We are all about sugar. Yes, we are. Let's have some fun with this. And while we're at it, notice what else has gone for the old policy. Debutante balls and coming out parties. Likely they took that out. Oh, the parties we could have in the five minutes remaining before they change it all back. Yeah. It goes to the first strength of... Okay, because it's not in the handbook. Oh, suddenly it's okay because it's not in the first strength of the pamphlet to... to or whatever. Yeah. It all goes to that too. Like yep. they're so driven by what is told to them from the upper echelons that it's, and then they say that they're not brainwashed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You usually do. Oh, you froze on me. What? Sorry. With your notes. Um, we've only done Halloween once because. Um, we were sick one year when the boys were really little, and so we did Halloween. Last year was our first time doing Halloween, and my three-year-old was two, <laughs> and he was like obsessed with it. He went to like so many houses. He was so cute. We just put a cape. We live in Canada, so he was wearing like a snowsuit and a jacket, and we just put a cape on him. And he just, like, would run up to the house. And he was like, Twiggle Twit. And they were like, oh, my oh. goodness, they're so cute. And they'd, like, put the candy. And he'd be like, thank you. And then he'd run back down to me. He'd be like, mommy, oh. mommy, mommy. He's so cute. And then my oh. older guy, because he was four last year, he didn't go. He went to, like, two houses. And he was like, nope. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. So he went home and handed out candy with daddy. So that was our first Halloween that we'd ever, because, yeah, COVID, we couldn't. We didn't do anything, and they were so little that they didn't know what was going on anyways. So, yeah. But this year, um, five-year-old wants to be a Captain America Venom combination. Like, Venom's taking over Captain America. He has a costume for it, so we're good. And three-year-old wants to be a princess. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, do you want to be a princess, really? And he was like, boys can be princesses. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> he wants to be. <laughs> like, all right, so yeah, so his little his little friends brought over a bunch of like princess dresses that they've grown out of because they're older than him. They brought this big box of princess dresses, and he was like, <gasps> and they're like, do you want these for Halloween? He's like, yes, please. Oh my god. <laughs> So cute. So cute. You just have me pictures, and I was like, oh my god. He's just his face is just like, look at my dress. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> He's so cute, but he took it off for we were getting ready for bed tonight. He like took his princess dress off for bath time. I was like, are you? Should we put your princess dress away? And he goes, yeah, just a boy now. 
Oh. <laughs> like, you're still special, even if you're not wearing a princess dress. No, i oh. just a boy now. <laughs> oh. And so cute. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> so, so I guess he's going to be a princess. I don't know. It could change 16 times between now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but before kids, uh, so, we just order Chinese food and watch movies. <laughs> perfect. I love it. Yeah. I, uh, I, so in high school, let's see, I've always loved Halloween. Well, not always. I have, like, this love-hate relationship with Halloween. I always want to get into it, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, Ugh. and then I, like, I love horror show, horror movies. I love the feeling of Halloween. I love, like, you know, it's fall. I love all the, like spooky stuff like the vibe of it all yeah and then i like then it comes around i'm like oh i'm just gonna stay in (laughs) and so i just yeah but i've had my times where like i went out um when i first moved to denver we went got dressed up and went out to like a tracks it's a gay bar in denver okay they they basically they obliterated us with like way expensive drinks oh no and then uh it was a hundred over a hundred dollars for an uber from my place like from the bar to my home oh my god (laughs) that's crazy um yeah no kidding the first halloween that patrick and i spent together we weren't we weren't together um but we went to a party there was like a house party and we knew each other and then we went to a bar and I was designated driver because I don't like big crowds and being drunk. Like I get very anxious. <laughs> Shocking. I know to all of you. <laughs> you? So <laughs> Patrick was like slammy hammy. He was not okay. Like he was drunk and he was like sitting at our table and like everybody's out on the dance floor doing their thing. And I was like, are you okay? And he was like, I think my girlfriend's going to break up with me. And I was like, well, that's a shame. But, like, I had been working in the bars, and I knew who she was, and I knew that she was, like, sleeping with everybody, like, in the bar scene. So I was like, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do with this poor drunk guy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> oh. like, okay. All right. <laughs> so weird and I was like do you want me to drive you home he's like yeah that'd be great <laughs> so oh. I drove him home <laughs> and that was our first Halloween together he was with somebody uh-huh. else <laughs> <laughs> that's cute <laughs> he, he has zero recollection of that entire experience like doesn't remember the house party he ruined my whiteboard at that house party oh. he drew on my whiteboard with permanent marker yeah yeah uh-huh. he did yeah. Did you keep yeah. the whiteboard so you can always remind him? Hey. <laughs> he the same. It's this like weird dragon dude. I don't know. But he'll like draw it randomly in our house and I'm like, could we stop? <laughs> could you are you still like, It has been thirteen years. <laughs> <laughs> can you let her rest? <laughs> he remembers drawing it, but he does not remember the party. He does not remember me taking him to a bar. He does not remember me taking him home. He does not remember me like helping him out of the vehicle and being like, Are you good? Are you good? Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Zero recollection. 
man. <sighs> yeah, I um my senior year of high school we did like those um there was me and my two friends sherry and brooke that were gonna be they were gonna be the two we only had two charlie's angels and then there i was gonna be his name not charlie, charlie but the, not charlie the guy oh the, bob. Uh, bob something bosley. bosley bosley there we go yeah uh yeah and so i basically was just gonna wear like a suit and then, but it would just look like, now thinking back on it, it would just look like a pimp with two. <laughs> oh, no. So I was just like, probably a good thing that it didn't happen. But um, we had ballroom practice the night, the morning of, and I injured my knee. So I didn't oh, get no. to do that. And I was like, cool, Halloween. Oh. And then, uh, what was it then? The next year I was at college at Utah State and I, something happened. I had, like, I was working, and I had, um, <laughs> I had bought this, like, mask thing that, like, and to wear to work, and it was, like, a half mask thing, and I picked The Phantom of the Opera? It was, like, a skull, but it was, it was oh, okay. Phantom of the Opera, but it was, like, uh, I bought this whole, like, makeup set and everything. Oh, okay, was, cool. But that was literally all I was doing to do. Like, everything else looked normal, but, like, my face was gonna be all, and I did that, and, like, for some reason, I got <sighs> really, like... <sighs> I, while working, I got all sweaty and gross, and so, like, by the end of it, like, my makeup was just, like, ruined, and then I just, yeah. and for some reason, like, little 18-year-old Jake was just, like, all upset that everything was, like, ruined, and so he's just, like, I just stayed at home the rest of the night. I thought it was all ruined. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember being very dramatic about it, but Oh, uh, you dramatic? No. No, no. No. <laughs> I like never dressed up really in high school that I can remember for Halloween, but I do remember like sitting down at lunchtime at one of the tables and one of the boys being like, ah, "Why are you dressed like a vampire?" and I'd be like, <laughs> "I'm pale. That's funny." <laughs> <laughs> jokes <laughs> Joke. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> um i'm trying to think of oh so i'm watching i was gonna tell you so i've had a really spooky day today because like the book i'm reading oh, yeah creepy as fuck um listeners it's called Malice House. Uh, Malice House by Megan Shepard. And it mm-hmm. is so good. I'm halfway through it and it is everything I want in the I it's unexpected. Like I was just like I it was something that I was like, Oh, that sounds good. And then I was like, my mind was thinking it was gonna be this cer- a certain way and it's definitely just taken a whole different like I love when that happens. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I could not stop reading it today. And then I started watching last night The Watcher on Netflix, and that's fucking creepy as fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that one's like based on a true story. Oh no! And it's like something that could really happen, because it's like these people move into this big mansion. But you know, every horror story starts that way. Of course, yeah. And there's like spooky things happening. There's these letters that 
like somebody's watching them and oh i don't like it i'm getting itchy just thinking about it oh. it's really good though it's really well done like so far i'm just like i gotta know who it is who's watching who's i love watching it them? i love that you watch the scary stuff and then tell me all the details so i know the story but i don't have to sit and like cry <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a, a more balance there. <laughs> yeah, it keeps my children safe because they can't stay in their own beds. And I would be, like, terrified if I'd watch that. And then they came into my room, I would, like, punch them. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> See, I'm protecting your children, too. <laughs> we're, just all, we're just keeping everybody safe. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I, I love spooky movies. and But I'm, I think I... I used to hate, well, I think that it's also because I was always, as a Mormon growing up, it's like, mm-hmm. told not to watch those things because of the Halloween and the devil. Yeah, because if you let it in your house, then you're letting the demons and the devils come in, and yeah. And that woman that thinks that Hocus Pocus 2 is letting the devil in, and that they're actually casting spells on your home, and I'm like... Oh my god. If Bette Midler wants to come hang out with me girl by all means come on all over absolutely them. yes all three of them come on we will seriously <laughs> i was looking at candles <laughs> and my boy goes mom is that a black flame candle <laughs> <laughs> i was like it is should we buy it he was like no thank you <laughs> no, thank you <laughs> you don't want to buy it and have the witches come he was like no put it away <laughs> Oh, I'm so funny. They, they, He's so cute. They sing good songs on there. Yeah, he loves he loves the original one and he loves the new one. So oh. I was like having a bad day the other day. He's like, do you want to watch Hocus Pocus, Mom? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do. Actually, come sit oh. with me. <laughs> That's so cute. I have the cutest kids. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm reading Thistlefoot. Listeners. Oh, yeah. Jake is like the greatest person on the face of the planet. (laughs) So I've been reading Thistlefoot. I got it from the library and I cannot shut up about how much I love it. You just go read it. It's so good. But anyways, I was being really annoying. I mean, like, this book is so good. I love it so much. Oh, my God. And then I was like, I think I'm going to buy it. No, I'm going to put it on my wish list. No, maybe I'll just buy it. No, I'll just put it on my wish list. And then I got a parcel (laughs) delivered to my house. And I was like... Have I been on ordering Amazon in my sleep? That's weird. <laughs> so I opened it up and I was so freaked out because it was a copy of Thistlefoot. And I was like, oh my God. And so I texted my husband and said, did you order me something on Amazon? And he was like, no. And then I messaged in our like friend group chat and I was like, guys, somebody sent me a copy of Thistlefoot. And Jake just responds with a big googly eye emoji. And I was like, Jacob Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah get yourself a friend who will send you a book that you're obsessed with and in love with and then make you cry because you just love oh, them so much yes my whole life. oh my god <laughs> well and i had i had also been like what two days before that i was like i have a thing to tell you but i was like nope not gonna tell you hmm. i know something you don't know <laughs> And then I kept bringing it up because I was like, I feel like I should tell her, but maybe I'm, nope, I want this. There was like such a moment of like, what the fuck? (laughs) Who would know I would want this book? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gee, I wonder. That was funny. Oh my God. 
every day. <laughs> like, I, love I know. And like, I had been talking to my mom about it too. And I was like, did you send me a book? And she was like, what? And I was like, never mind. I figured it out. And she's like, damn it. I was going to take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> worse as if you'd be like yeah i totally sent you a book <laughs> <laughs> anyways and now oh, jake has a copy of it so i can did you, did you look at it under the dust cover and see how beautiful it is oh no i haven't oh my god it's so good it right now because it's right here actually it's just oh my god you guys sometimes like i read like what I don't know, eight books a month. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then this one, I'm just like, oh my God. I'm just like savoring each page of it. Honestly. It is so good. Yeah, it's by Jenna Rose Netter, Nettercott. Nethercott? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Well, mine is like red. So oh, weird. it just didn't have like embossed on the side of it. Mine was like embossed and thistlefoot. Like oh, so there you pretty. go. Doesn't it look so pretty, though? It's so sparkly. Yes. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Yes. Anyways, there. There's my annoying right. session. <laughs> <laughs> and, girl, if it doesn't live up to yeah, my expectations. Because oh, my I'm God. Grave about it, I'll be like, <laughs> Dusty. You'll be like, sorry, you have bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think sure it's because it. it's like... It's those, like, Slavic fairy tales that I grew up with. And it's such a, like, combination of so many... Because I'm from, like, a conglomerate of countries. And so it's all these stories that kind of mush together. I don't know. It just feels very, like, familiar for some reason. Yeah. Like, it's dark and creepy. And I like it. I love it. Baba Yaga. She's my she's my ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something like. you should put on a shirt or a mug. Bobby Yaga is my. You know how people have like Jesus is my homie and be like ah. Bobby homie and like have a house with chicken legs. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listeners, if you have any suggestions on horror movies or great spooky books or spooky shows, let us know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I will watch them and tell Dusty. Yeah. Yeah, he'll let me know. <laughs> if you have any like really good books, let me know. Because I'm always down to read a new book. I feel like books are even more cause spooky than movie TV shows. Because like you can like create it in your mind. It's your own brain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's your own brain fucking you up. <laughs> That's what's with this book that I'm reading. I'm just like, oh my god, like freaky. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, have a happy Halloween. We love you. Happy Halloween. Eat lots of candy, but not Celebrate candy corn. Whatever you want, be a slut, whatever you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs>